tip for the top, we won't be stopped. When no one improved and got the grand groove, pump it up, pump it up, and raise the roof. It swings, 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 like the mighty thought. You need to pull out the fantastic force to pick it up, pump it up. The bad boys are back, those are blowing up the place. Yo, you better catch still slamming the pumps because we're coming at you. When no one improved, pump it up, just jump. and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. I'm your host, the Honorable Greg B, and it is chapter 180, and it's that time of year again. I feel like I keep saying that every time uh, of doing a podcast, but yes, it is WrestleMania weekend coming up this uh, weekend. Um, uh, by the time you're listening to this, it might have already even started because there's all sorts of things going on all weekend. Uh, I'm just going to focus in mostly on the WWE stuff, NXT included, but I'm also going to talk a little bit of Ring of Honor as well. Because they're kickstarting their new era, uh, as it is under Tony Khan. So, just want to talk about that a little bit, bit as well. Um, but before we get to all that, uh, if you missed the movie countdown, go back and li- listen to that. My Oscar predictions, which were somewhat okay. I think I got half of my predictions right. Um, but um, we didn't anticipate that probably that one of the most uh, um, shocking... Uh, phys- the most shocking physical uh, um, things wouldn't be at WrestleMania or I guess at March Madness happened <laughs> at the Oscars with Mil- Will Smith uh, uh, slapping Chris Rock. Um, interesting story, but we'll talk about more more in detail about that coming up next week. I'm gonna save that for next week's uh, podcast. I'm gonna talk more about movies and stuff next week. Um, this week I'm just focusing on. A, wrestling because uh, there's a lot of wrestling to get to a lot of wrestling to talk about it's gonna take a while so i don't want this to be too long but if you miss any of my movie ranks countdown go check that out um but the best way to do that if you're not already subscribed to the channel if you some uh, uh the podcast if you somehow stumbled upon this um you know there's plenty of ways to listen to it uh you can listen to it on well, the blog at razorvader.blogspot.com. You can listen to it on Amazon. Just search One Man Renegade Podcast on Amazon. It'll come up. Spotify. Uh, yep, there's more than just music. There's podcasts on Spotify as well. Uh, Stitcher, which is the SiriusXM uh, podcasting app. And, of course, Apple Podcast, the OG Apple Podcast. Um, go check it out and subscribe, like, share, uh, write a review, give me five stars. Whatever the platform is, follow. Uh, whatever whatever you can do on the platform, do it. Um, but also, if you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, uh, I'm at One Man Renegade on both of those. Uh, there's a One Man Renegade Productions page on Facebook, which is also the name of the YouTube channel. So head on over to the YouTube channel as well and subscribe and follow and like all those things and share them and watch the videos and like the videos and all that fun stuff. Uh, so... With that, most actually, one more thing. One more thing. If you're still gearing up for WrestleMania, I have a bunch of stuff up for sale on my eBay. Just go to eBay and search username for the username Razor Vader, and I have a bunch of cool stuff up for sale. Mostly wrestling stuff. So if you're gearing up for WrestleMania, you're not gonna have any time for WrestleMania now. But um, there's plenty of stuff that if you think of, oh, I should get a so and so shirt or a wrestling magazine from 
the 90s. I don't know. That's <laughs> mostly what I have is some wrestling shirts and magazines from the 90s. Um, so, yeah, go check it out. Uh, all right. All that out of the way. All that out of the way. Now it's time to move on to, um, well, let's take a step back and go quickly over how I did with my predictions uh, last time out for AEW Revolution. I know it was like a month ago at this point, but regardless, uh, I did fairly well. Um, uh, I'm trying to even remember what the matches are, but uh, hold on. Uh, the kickoff matches were, as I bring up the information, uh, Layla Hirsch beat Chris Statlander, so I got that wrong. Hook beat QT Marshall, got that right. House of Black beat Pac, Penta, and Eric Redbeard, who was, oh, he was their surprise partner. Actually, no, they he came out on Dynamite, right, before? I don't know. Either way, I got that correct. <clears throat> um, that Eddie Kingston beat Chris Jericho, so got that right. Jurassic Express successfully defended the titles against Red Dragon and Young Bucks, so got that correct. Um, Wardlow ended up winning the Face of the Revolution in ladder match for an AEW TNT Championship match. Uh, so I got that wrong because I'd pick Keith Lee. Jade Cargill def- defended the TBS title against Ty Conti successfully. Got that right. CM Punk beat MJF in a dog collar match. Um, got that right. Uh, Britt Baker beat Thunder Rosa. Got that wrong. John Moxley beat Daniel Brian Danielson. So got that wrong. Uh, Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, and Sting defeated Andrade and Hardy Family Office. So I got that right. And then Hangman Page defeated Adam Cole to defend the AEW championships got that right so a lot of stuff happened since then obviously Jeff Hardy showed up on that dynamite uh so he's uh, well the AFO Hardy family office whatever it was called uh they all turned on Matt Hardy and then um uh what's his face yes Jeff showed up and helped them out they've still been feuding uh since along with Sting and Darby Allen. Uh, Sammy Guevara kind of is out of that picture now because he actually lost the TNT Championship to Ricky Starks. No, not Ricky Starks. Wait, no, who did he lose to? No, Ricky Starks, FDW champion. They have too many championships now. No, um, he lost it to uh, Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky, that's right. Okay. Then Scorpio Sky successfully defended against Wardlow because MJF... Um, well, I guess I should talk about that. M- Wardlow turned on MJF in the dog collar match, um, helping CM Punk win, kind of. Well, more so not helping MJF win, I guess, would be more accurate, I think. Um, So, yes, MJF, uh, you know, uh, cost Wardlow that championship match. Um, Now, one of the big things that people were kind of like, really? Uh, Was Chris, uh, sorry, Britt Baker successfully defending the title against Thunder Rosa, but then because they were doing St. Patrick's Day Slam and San Antonio and they needed a big match, uh, they had a cage match. Thunder Rosa's from San Antonio or grew up in San Antonio or lives in San Antonio, something to do with San Antonio, even though she was born in Mexico, but she lives in San Antonio maybe? I don't know. 
Regardless, she won the championship there. So that's what's going on. Tony Storm made her debut last night, as I'm recording this, last night on um, AEW. Trying to think what else has happened. Oh, Jericho uh, turned on the uh, on Santana and Ortiz and created a new faction along with Team with T, Team 2.0, which now they're not 2.0 anymore, and now they're going by their real names as opposed to the fake names, which I didn't even realize were their fake names because I knew their other fake names from NXT uh, when they were Ever-Rise. Um, Danny Garcia and then Jake Hager also turned on the uh, Santana Ortiz. Uh, they beat up them, and Eddie Kingston now... Santana Ortiz and the Kingston group, I guess, and they're kind of feuding together. Um, CM Punk is going after a title, he says. He's going after the heavyweight championship. Now, I believe next week, Adam Cole and Adam Page are having a rematch or coming up soon. I, I forget what, maybe it's not next week, maybe it's soon. I don't know. He said he doesn't know who's going to win the title. So I don't know if that's next week or maybe. I don't I don't know if they've even announced the match. I can't remember at this point. Um, but he says he'll challenge whoever wins that. Uh, they're still feuding, obviously. A Red Dragon and Jurassic Express are still feuding. Young Bucks have kind of taken a backseat out of that because they're sort of feuding with FTR, but FTR is kind of feuding. Well, I guess they beat the gun club, but I guess Hardys and FTR are going to have a f- match at some point. Or no, it's not Hardys. Yeah, the Hardys, Young Bucks. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, FDR kind of turning on MJF. They seem like they're going face. Um, trying to think what else is happening. I think that pretty much covers most of it. Jade Cargill's going for her 30th uh, victory. Again, she's fighting Marina Safir. Uh, Nyla Rose is challenging Thunder Rosa, or feuding with Thunder Rosa now. Um... Moxley and Daniel Brian Danielson. Oh, that's the other thing. Okay, forgot about that part of it. William Regal showed up uh, after their match and kind of um, confronted both of them and said, okay, now you've fought each other. Now maybe it's time to team. So now they're sort of teaming and William Regal's kind of their manager, I guess, sort of, kind of, maybe. I don't know. I'm not quite sure where that's going, but now that the Blackpool... What are they called? The Blackpool... Fighting club or something. I forget what it's called. Com- combat club or something like that. Whatever it's called. Uh, uh, so there we go. Um, yeah, Sammy Guevara's feuding. Obviously wants his title back against Scorpio Sky. Uh, Paige Van Zant and Ty Conti are going to have a match, I think, for her first match since the whole Brandy Road thing didn't really pan out. Um, Hook is still feuding with QT Marshall, sort of, kind of. Um, they're starting up the women, well, they start up the women's Owen Hart Foundation tournament with, like, the, that was what Tony Storm showed up. She, uh, won a qualifying match, and I think they're gonna do the same thing. We have started having qualifying matches for men next week. So yeah, that kind of that covers most of what's going on with AEW. I think I don't think I'm missing anything major. Um, 
House of Black still around? I, I, I don't know. I'm not quite sure. Um, uh, I think Buddy Matthews is fighting on Rampage. An interesting thing about Rampage coming up on Friday, uh, I forget what the matches are. There's a bunch of matches, but it's going up head-to-head with the, uh, well, sort of Ring of Ring of Honor, Super Card of Honor, I guess, but that's kind of going up against SmackDown 2. Uh, but also going up against the WWE Hall of Fame, um, which, yeah, some interesting names going into the Hall of Fame. Uh, we'll talk about it in just a second, because that's not the first thing we're going to discuss. Well, actually, we're going to discuss Supercard of Honor next. How about that? Uh, then we'll talk about SmackDown Hall of Fame, all happening tomorrow night, as I'm recording this. Again, Thursday, so tomorrow night, Friday night. But you might be listening to it on Friday, so tonight. Or whatever, or maybe already happened. I don't know. I don't know when you listen to this, um, but um, yeah. So Ring of Honor, of course, Tony Khan announced a few weeks back that he was purchasing Ring of Honor. Now Tony Khan has gone on record multiple times saying that he would never put on a show during WrestleMania weekend, and seemingly every other wrestling. Uh, league and whatever is putting on a show at wrestlemania for wrestlemania weekend uh mostly in and around the dallas area for sure now yes rampage is on on tnt on friday but that, that was recorded obviously um this yeah last night uh in south carolina um but once he bought ring of honor ring of honor they had already announced and already planned to have super card of honor so he kind of had to go Go along with it and say, all right, well, I'm not going to... People have already bought tickets. People are expecting this to happen, so I'm not going to, you know, stop doing that. Um, But he said going forward he wouldn't do any sort of shows around WrestleMania uh, weekend. Now, he always specifically was talking about AEW when he said that, but because Ring of Honor has always generally done a show um, around WrestleMania weekend. Um, so I don't know, it's usually Supercard of Honor, to be quite honest, uh, so I don't know if that pertains to Ring of Honor going forward as well or not, but I don't know, he said it, so we'll see. Um, but as far as Supercard of Honor goes, um, it's coming up on Friday. I don't know, it's at the Garland, it's in Garland, Texas, I'm not quite sure where Garland is opposed to Dallas or Arlington or whatever, um, at the Curtis... Colwell Center. Again, no, not not really sure, not familiar enough with the Dallas area to know exactly where that is in comparison to everywhere else. Um, now, I believe it's on. I don't know if it's on pay per view or not. I believe it might just be on Fight, streaming on Fight TV. I, I'm not even 100 percent sure. I'll double check right now and see if it's on regular pay per view. But I don't think it is. Um, I take that back. It totally is. Uh, 7.30, it says 7.30, so I'm guessing that's the pre-show, I'm guessing it starts at 8, that'd be my guess, um, so right up against SmackDown, um, but yeah, so, so far there's only been six matches announced, I, I'm kind of guessing there's going to be more, uh, I'm assuming some AEW guys are going to get involved, because uh, a lot of those guys are going to be there over the weekend, but don't really have anything planned because a lot of, you know, some of them do. Some of them do. Uh, like John Moxley thinks fighting in a couple of different places. Um, 
feel like maybe Thunder Rose's fighting somewhere. I feel like there might be a couple other people that are scheduled on other events and stuff. Um, but as far as Ring of Honor goes, there are a couple guys from, well, a couple guys that are sort of, I don't know, both? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really sure how it's going to work going forward, but uh, there are six matches scheduled uh, so far. Um, first up, got Jay Lethal, who just lost last night to uh, John Moxley. Um, uh, he's, of course, returning to Ring of Honor after he just recently left it. Um, although he never really did leave it, when you think about it, because he left to go join AEW, but then when Bandito couldn't make the match, then they had him come in to fight Jonathan Gresham in the final battle. Um, I mean, that was before Tony Khan owned it, but still he allowed him to do it because, well, why not? Um, but um, uh, he's fighting Lee Moriarty, who we've seen in AEW. I think he's pretty much just an AEW guy. Um, I don't know if he ever was in Ring of Honor. So I'm not quite sure why they're having this match, but it's Ring of Honor, so... And under the AEW umbrella, so it's a match just to have a match, which you know, happens a lot. Uh, of course, Matt Seidel Lee with Lee Moriarty, I guess. But uh, Jay Lethal, Lee Moriarty. Uh, my prediction is Jay Lethal. I mean, yeah, that's that's what I'm going with. Jay Lethal. Um, next up, we have. Um, Mercedes Martinez taking on Willow Nightingale. Uh, now, Mercedes Martinez is definitely... I'm pretty sure she's signed with AEW. Um, I believe. I'm pretty sure she's signed with AEW. Willow Nightingale... I don't know that she's signed with... Ring of Honor or AEW. Or she's working the show. But um, this match is for... The interim Ring of Honor World Women's World Champion. Now, the reason for that is currently Diana Peraza, who is an Impact, is the is the uh, Ring of Honor Women's Champion after beating Roxy because Roxy moved on to sign with WWE, uh, but Diana Peraza is signed with Impact, but she's also the AAA Women's Champion, and they have a match. She has a match on, like, it's like an impact show, but it's kind of not. It's, like, called Multiverse of Matches or something like that. So it's a bunch of different promotions doing a show. But she has a match on that on the same night, and she, which she's going to defend one of the titles. Uh, be kind of weird for her to defend the Ring of Honor title, not the Ring of Honor show. So guessing it's going to be the AAA, but she can't really defend two titles at the same time on different shows, so... Uh, I guess whoever wins this will eventually fight her down the road. Um, with that said, I'm going to go with Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez. Now, the interesting thing about this, though, is that same show, I was reading who was fighting, and the Briscoes are supposed to fight the Good Brothers. But the Briscoes are also on Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor, uh, defending the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships against FTR. Uh, Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler. So, bit confused 
as to how that's supposed to work. If Diana Peraza can't do it, how can the Briscoes do it? Unless I just read that wrong or there wasn't updated correctly, but the list of matches I saw were had the Good Brothers fighting the Briscoe Brothers. So, unclear what's going on with that, but as far as Ring of Honor Ship Card of Honor goes, that's the match. Um, so, might as well go get just talk about that match. Uh, you know, FDR currently the AAA Tag Team Champions, I believe. They're, they were going to go after the um, AEW ones, but... You know, in the interim, we're going to fight the Young Bucks. So, I don't know, but there's some question marks on the Briscoes and whether or not they're going to actually stay with Ring of Honor. Um, it sounds like the executives at TNT or, you know, TBS don't want them on AEW because of some stuff they said in the past, which they've apologized for. I don't know if that's good enough to get them... Uh, good to go for AEW, but I don't know how that's going to affect Ring of Honor. Um, ultimately, I feel like they do want to do something on this show. I mean, well, they're going to have a new world champion one way or the other, sort of. Um, so, I'm going to go with FTR. Just to make something happen. Uh, next up, we got Swerve Strickland taking on Alex Zane. Now, Swerve Strickland, obviously, the former um, Isaiah Swerve Scott, um, is with AEW now, uh, but he's coming over to this Ring of Honor show. Alex Zane, I believe, was with the Ring of Honor right before it all shut down. I don't know that he's signed specifically anywhere right now. Um, but, you know, he's kind of been bouncing around to different places. Uh so I'm going to go with Swerve Strickland on in this one. Next up, we have Josh the Goods Woods uh, defending the Ring of Honor Pure Championship against Wheeler Yuta. Now, Wheeler Yuta, obviously, on uh, is part of AEW. He's been trying to join the Blackpool fighting gang or whatever they're called. Uh, had a match with Brian Danielson last night. Um... And he's trying to impress William Regal, who slapped him in the face a couple weeks ago. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see where that ends up. The best friends kind of kicked him out of the group because he was butting up with William Regal and and uh, and those guys. So unclear if he'll end up joining them. But for now, he's taking on Josh the Goods Woods. Uh, as far as Josh Woods go, I don't think he's signed anywhere. Uh, again, Ring of Honor kind of... I mean, Ring of Honor kind of just unsigned everyone, so I don't really know how that's going to work going forward, especially with the new ownership. Uh, so with that said, I don't know. I, I mean, again, I'm kind of taking the same approach that I did with the FTR winning. Is like if they want to get the guys with the championships that are the guys that are actually signed with with you know you know at least AEW you know by proxy um, Ring of Honor, I think. You got to take the titles off the guys that aren't there. So, I'm going to go with Wheeler Udell. And then in the main event of the evening, uh, we got Jonathan Gresham, who is the... Oh, what do they call it? The, the, he's got the original title, but they called it like the the original Ring of Honor champion. 
is taking on Bandito, who of course had the actual Ring of Honor championship prior to Final Battle, but couldn't fight uh, Jonathan Gresham because of because he got COVID. Uh, they're going to have a match to unify the titles. And while I don't think officially Jonathan Gresham is signed with anybody, he's kind of doing his own thing right now. Um, there are lots of rumors saying that he's going to sign with uh, AEW, or at least in the AEW family, I guess, which includes Ring of Honor. Um, so I kind of think he's sticking around. As far as Ben... Dito goes, I don't, I haven't heard anything about him signing anywhere, so, um, I don't know, but, um, I think Jonathan Gresham was gonna beat Bandito anyways at Final Battle, if they even, if he had been there, so, I think they're just gonna keep going with Gresham. So, there we go. Alright, so... That takes care of Ring of Honor, Super Card of Honor. But then, pretty much at the same time, SmackDown will be on. And they're calling it WrestleMania SmackDown. They called Raw this week WrestleMania Raw, which is kind of weird because you'd think the night after WrestleMania would be WrestleMania Raw, but they're calling it the WrestleMania after the Raw after WrestleMania, which I guess makes more sense. But since the Wrestle was Raw was in Pittsburgh, not Dallas, and it's just the Raw before WrestleMania. Calling WrestleMania Raw was kind of weird, but WrestleMania SmackDown makes a little bit more sense given that it is in Dallas and part of WrestleMania weekend. Uh, now, so far, they've only announced two matches for WrestleMania uh, SmackDown, uh, but they seem like they're matches that could have easily been on WrestleMania, but for whatever reason aren't. I kind of I feel like they did the same thing last year with the tag titles and the Andre the Diet Memorial Battle Royal, which is what they're doing again the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal will be on Smackdown now interestingly to note um so they haven't really like officially said who's in it they threw up a graphic of guys that are most likely in it but the one the one specifically and kind of probably you know by connection the the other guy that you kind of would have thought oh wait a minute that's weird that that's that they're both in it um Finn Balor who's currently the United States champion is in the Battle Royal along with um, uh, uh, what's his face? Why, why am I blanking on his name? I want to call him Punishment Martinez, but he has not been Punishment Martinez for a while. Damien Priest, who you know, obviously Finn Balor beat Damien Priest for the for the um, for the um, for the U.S. title. So you'd kind of think that might make sense for them to have a rematch at WrestleMania, which has kind of seemed seemingly that where they were going. And then all of a sudden, last week, Finn Balor, well, I think Finn Balor was on, but then Damian Priest wasn't anywhere to be found. And this week, neither of them were on Raw. So, so it doesn't seem like they're doing that. Now, some people have suggested maybe if they're going to set the match up in the in the battle royal which yeah, possibly um i could just as well seeing them having the match on raw after wrestlemania as well it's kind of weird that they wouldn't announce it ahead of time given you know why wouldn't you and have them also be in the battle royal so ultimately though i i'm gonna go with finn balor to win the battle royals because why not
uh, seemingly he's the biggest name in the Battle Royal, really, like, as far as I can tell. Um, but um, the other match is for the Intercontinental title, which also not on WrestleMania, which it's kind of weird to have both the U.S. title and Intercontinental title not being defended on WrestleMania, uh, especially given all the stuff they went with Seth Rollins, which then ended up being kind of like whatever because of what happened on Raw. But we'll get to that a little bit later on. Um, but um, yes, Ricochet will be defending the Intercontinental Championship after getting soundly defeated by Austin Theory on Raw, which I thought was a weird weird way to go with that, but hey, whatever. Um, uh, it almost seemed like Austin Theory should have just won the title on Raw, then defended it at WrestleMania. Um, I mean, they took it off of Sami Zayn anyways, just because, like, well, well he's not going to defend it against Johnny Knoxville, but at this point, like, why why not, you know? Um, if you're just going to have a match on SmackDown. But it is Ricochet defending the Intercontinental Championship against Angel and Umberto um, in a triple threat match. Uh, Angel and Umberto obviously tag, tag partners, the Los Lotharios. They are also real-life cousins. They're also both both of their first names are actually Umberto, which is a weird thing. Um, they're both nephews of Hector Garza, who's unfortunately no longer with us, I believe. I believe they're both nephews of Hector Garza. Anyways, um, as far as who wins the match, I'm going to go with Ricochet. I don't see him losing. So, Ricochet. So, I'm sure there'll be more matches and stuff on SmackDown, but those are the only ones that I know officially ahead of time. Um, so those are the ones that are going to make predictions of. Uh, I don't know if they've really announced anything else, but I'm sure they'll do all the setup and for the go-home for WrestleMania, of course. Um, and they'll also talk a bit about the Hall of Fame, which is happening right after SmackDown. Well, not right after so I guess they're going to do a little red carpet pre-show thing right after SmackDown, probably so they can set up for Sm- uh, for the Hall of Fame, which will be happening, I guess, officially at 10.30. This is all happening on Peacock um, after uh, 10 o'clock, starting 10 o'clock pre-show, 10.30, the actual ceremony. Now, uh, there's fewer wrestlers or you know uh, going in this year, I feel like, than normal. I think that's because they're doing the Hall of Fame this way. They're, they're doing it after SmackDown. Kind of late. They can't really go on forever. Uh, also, I mean, they have one of the bigger, biggest names of all time going in. So it's kind of like, yeah, well, kind of makes sense to give him some time. Uh, but, of course, The Undertaker is going into the Hall of Fame, uh, the big headliner. Uh, Vince McMahon was announced as being the one to induct him. So that's interesting. Uh can't remember if Vince had ever inducted anyone before. Maybe like way back in the beginning. But uh, typically he doesn't like to get involved in the Hall of Fame. And doesn't even like people saying his name. But that's a whole other story. But obviously the Undertaker going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, kind of a big deal. Uh, next up they have their posthumous. However you say that word. Um, inductee. Which they usually have at least one every year. And that will be Vader. Uh, you could argue Vader should have gone in years ago, and I remember Vader inducted, oh, was, who was it he inducted? Was it Stan Hansen or something? I can't even remember at this point. Um, 
he inducted somebody. Um, yes, he inducted his longtime opponent, Stan Hansen, in 2016. So, yeah, so there we go. Um, of course, unfortunately, he passed away a few years ago, so he will not be, you know, he'll have to go in, you know. Uh, but they usually do one of those a year, so there you go. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where a lot of people, you know, it's like, whatever, it's the Hall of Fame, it's, you know, it's, how do you judge wrestling Hall of Fame, you know, really, it's like, is it a guy you heard of, did he do some stuff, yeah, okay, he's in, as opposed to like, did he hit 500 home runs or whatever, you know, it's like, okay, you know, you know, did people remember him, did he do some stuff, did, you know, headline pay-per-use, did, you know, because he, was he a, you know, you know, so for Vader, there's no, there's no, you know, definitely deserves it. It's just a matter of like, as far as WWE, I, you know, his WWF, as it was called at the time run, probably not the best. Um, you know, his time in WCW and, and in Japan, for sure, there's, you know, gets him in. Um, but, you know, uh, he had a decent run in WWF, WWF. You know, had some nice feuds with Vader and I'm sorry with Undertaker, uh, Shawn Michaels and uh, and Yokozuna and stuff. So there you go. Uh, I don't think specifically anyone is inducting him. I didn't see anyone uh, and mention anyone specific to induct him. So there we go. Next up, your typical female entrant. There's usually at least one female entrant each year. This one's interesting. Queen Charmel. Um, you know, obviously she had the run with Booker, King Booker, uh, when he, uh, you know, obviously when Booker T was in, um, and, um, uh, I, I can't remember exactly when she kind of came in. I know they did the whole thing with Kurt Angle, uh, but I don't, I can't remember if she was already involved before he became Book King Booker or not. Honestly, don't remember. It's been a while. And I know she did some stuff before that with in WCW I think she was originally a Nitro girl and then I feel like she managed the uh was that her that managed like the Prince Iakeo when he was like the what was his name um uh the artist formerly known as Prince Iakeo I feel like she might have managed him but I might be confusing her with somebody else um, no, yeah, she did. Okay, she was, yeah, she was Paisley. That's right. And she managed Prince Iakea. She was also a part of the, um, the Nitro Girls as Storm? Her name was Storm? That seems a bit weird given the X-Men Storm, but okay, whatever. I don't, I don't totally remember that, but sure. Um. But yes, I do sort of, I do vaguely remember her being, managing uh, Prince Ike. But, uh, you know, as far as her WWE stuff, um, you know, obviously Queen Charmella, you know, Booker, King Booker had a nice run. Uh, and then um, she went on to do some stuff in TNA with, um, with uh, uh, Booker T as well. Uh, but, um yeah, I think I think Booker T's inducting her maybe or I assume so. Uh, so there you go. Um, and now I'm trying to think: is this would this be the first 
No, 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 no. I was gonna, I was gonna say, was this the first ever wife, husband wife combination that are both Hall of Famers? But no, uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix are, and there might be more, but definitely Edge and Beth Phoenix um, are for sure. I'm trying to think, are there any others? Because I mean, I mean. I mean, Brie Bell's in, but Daniel Bryan obviously isn't in yet. Um, can't think. Maybe. I don't know. Either way, not the first, but still. There you go. Uh, then also uh, getting the Warrior Award uh, will be Chad, Shad Gaspard. Um, of course, Shad Gaspard passed away a couple years ago. Uh, drowned uh, and... Uh, him and his son and a few other people, I think, got, uh, there was a riptide that got them. Uh, and uh, when the people came, you know, the Coast Guard or whoever came to save, Light Guards or whatever came to save them, you know, he basically, you know, told them to save his son. And, and you know, then he, when they saved the son, they came back and he, you know, he had uh, uh, unfortunately uh, been pulled out to sea. Um, so yeah, he's going to get the warrior award. Um, you know, say what you will about the warrior award, uh, but it is what it is at this point. Um, so yeah, Shad Gaspard. Uh, and then finally, <laughs> this one's an interesting one cause this was rumored and people were like, no, it can't happen. But I guess if it was going to happen and it kind of leads right into our next topic, we're going to talk about. But, it, I mean, given um, what's happened with Braun Breaker, obviously his dad, Rick Steiner, and his uncle, Scott Steiner, the Steiner brothers, are going into the Hall of Fame now. You know, for Rick to go in, that makes sense. You know, you got Braun Breaker, his son, wrestling, you know, having a pretty high-profile match the next day and everything. But does Rick go in without Scott? That's a tough call. Uh, so you get the Steiner brothers together, but then to get Scott to agree to this and come along and do something with WWE, given his, uh, not so glowing remarks regarding WWE after he left, um, after his run in the early 2000s, um, yeah, a bit, bit questionable, but, you know, it, it you know, it, it probably cooler heads probably prevailed in, in that aspect because of what's going on with Braun Breaker uh, you know Rick probably talked him into it um, for sure uh, do it for my son basically uh, kind of situation so I don't know we'll see how that goes it could be interesting giving Scott Steiner a live mic for sure um, I mean it's on Peacock so I guess it's not like on broadcast television or anything like that Obviously, there's going to be a delay, too, so shouldn't matter too much in that regard, I guess. But still, you don't know what he's going to say, so will certainly be interesting for sure. But, uh, yeah, Scott Steiner, I mean, the Steiner brothers, again, that's another situation uh, similar to Vader where, um, you know, their WWF run maybe wasn't the best. I mean, they're former two-time champions. So it's not like they didn't do anything, but um, they were really only around for like a year and a half, maybe. Um, 
and then they left. You know, they did obviously more in WCW for sure. Steiner came back early 2000s for that run that wasn't exactly all that great. Had a pretty terrible match at Royal Rumble that I won't ever forget because it was pretty bad. Um, and then it came right after a really good match. So, uh, interesting. Um, but it'll be, you know, interesting to see what happens with the Steiner brothers going into the Hall of Fame. So, there we go. Uh, but coming up next, uh, Saturday, uh, NXT Stand and Deliver starts things off early, earlier in the day, uh, which is an interesting way to do it. But hey, okay, a lot of people thought maybe they'd do it the other way around and have the Hall of Fame um, early in the day. But I, well, I don't know you, well, no, because then you have SmackDown. When would you have had NXT? I don't know. Last year they did it kind of weird. They did it. Well, it wasn't part of WrestleMania. Well, it was part of WrestleMania weekend in the sense that it was happening around WrestleMania weekend, but it wasn't actually part of WrestleMania weekend. If that makes sense. But they were still doing the Thunderdome stuff. They only actually had WrestleMania out like in front of fans the two nights. But they did. How'd they do it? They did Wednesday night was well because that was back when TNA was or that was back when NXT was still on. T- Wednesdays and they had night one was on Wednesday and night two was a on Thursday part of um as on Peacock I believe that's what they did right that's what they did so you know I guess they could have done something similar maybe and did it like on last Tuesday and next Tuesday or something I don't know but in any event um they're doing it Saturday uh, early on in the day um I think it starts at noon well, the pre-show starts at noon, um, and then the actual show starts at 1. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but before we get to all that, because we didn't go over it yet, but uh, the NXT Roadblock happened um, shortly after Revolution. Uh, there was a bunch of stuff that happened in the show, but the, the main things that happened... Uh, well, the main thing that happened, I guess, I should say. I mean, I made predictions for three matches. That's all I knew at the time. Uh, but uh, Grayson Waller beat L.A. Knight, which I got that right. Uh, Creed Brothers ended up not fighting. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But then Dolph Ziggler ended up winning the triple threat match between himself, Braun Breaker, and Tommaso Ciampa to win the NXT Championship. Yes, Dolph Ziggler, NXT Champion. Um, So I got that wrong, obviously. Uh, Since that time, um, uh, Io Shirai... And sorry, Io Shirai and um, uh, Kaylee Ray won the Women's Dusty Cup final. Uh, but in a weird twist, they decided, hey, we're supposed to get a uh, championship match. So when you know, you kind of assume, well, it's a tag team tournament, you win the tag team. You know, you won one as a tag team. You should get the tag team championship match. But they decided, no, we're not. We don't want that. We both want to face uh, Mandy Rose for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, of course, NXT. Yeah, she already had a match scheduled. Um, so um, against uh, Cora Jade. So they said, hey, all right, we're making it a fatal four way. They're entitled to the championship match. Uh, their argument was she said she could beat anyone. 
So there we go. Um, interesting take, but that left the rest of Toxic Attraction, the tag team champions, without a... Uh... Um, so they, for whatever reason, attacked Wendy Chu, who had been had been tagging with Dakota Kai and lost the last lost the finals of the Dusty Classic so they yeah I don't know whatever but because of that Dakota Kai went to attack them and then was saved by the returning Raquel Gonzalez so Raquel Gonzalez uh will take on um uh Toxic Attraction uh, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. Now, initially, this they said this was going to be the kickoff show or the pre-show or whatever it's called. But now looking at it, it doesn't actually specifically say that. But So I'm not sure if it is going to be on the pre-show or not. They're just on the regular show. But regardless, uh, we'll go with it. Um, Do think Toxic Attraction is going to retain? Yes, that is my prediction. I think Toxic Attraction will retain the titles. Um, uh, yeah, whether it's pre-show or not. <laughs> uh, next up. In a match that sort of just sort of happened. <laughs> for to Say, hey. Let's fight. Why not? Uh, L.A. Knight is taking on Gunther, the former Walter. Uh, I gotta go with Gunther on this. Uh, Tony D'Angelo will be fighting Tommaso Ciampa in what appears to be Tommaso Ciampa's last NXT match he basically came out and said so Mol has kind of alluded to it and said it so multiple times that this will be his last NXT match uh now as far as anyone knows he's he's still signed with WWE so it seems as though he'll be going to the main roster uh whether that's uh Smackdown or Raw who knows he has been appearing on Raw uh, a little bit with Braun Breaker uh feuding with Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode or Robert Roode so, you know, it kind of would make sense for him to transition over to Raw, but that's not for sure. So, unclear. Uh, with that all said, you know, if he is leaving, if he is taking off, seems as though Tony D'Angelo would be take the win. Now, who knows exactly how that's going to play out, but um, seemingly makes sense. Uh, no word. Potential rumors and innuendo going on. But uh, Gianni Gargano is not still hasn't signed anywhere and is still a free agent as far as I know. Uh, he could potentially show up and get involved in some form or another, um, given that it's his old partner. Uh, I don't know that necessarily means he'll resign with NXT, but maybe just show up and do something for a night. I don't know. We'll see. Um, moving on, we got uh, Imperium. Defending the uh, NXT tag titles in a triple threat match against the Creed brothers, who uh, Brutus Creed and Julius Creed, and MSK, Nash, Carter, and Wesley. Now, they, the Creed brothers had won the Dusty Classic. They were scheduled to have their match against Imperium at 
uh, roadblock, but they were attacked in the parking lot. And then MSK stepped up and got their matches dead, uh, which they lost. Uh, that led to, you know, Imperium, you know, that, that the Q brothers being hey, hey, accusing people of attacking them and whatever. Uh, Ruins denied it. Um, but they also wanted their match since they didn't get it. But then MSK was like, hey, you know, you know, we should have a match again too. I don't, whatever. Um, yep, triple threat match. Um, but interesting little, you know, caveat to this is that we still don't know who attacked the Creed Brothers. And they apparently texted the Creed Brothers from a 781 area code, which I thought was weird. Because I have a 781 area code. I was trying to think of, is that a clue to who it might be? Or did they just randomly pick a 781 for no reason? Because uh, it's like, well, people are like, oh, yeah, well, that's Massachusetts. But it's, who's from Massachusetts that it could be? But it's not Boston. Boston 617. But it's Massachusetts. Uh, the only guy I could think of that, you know, was let go from WWE a lot while back. But as far as I know... Hasn't signed anywhere is Oni Lorkin. Don't know whether you'd have a 781 area code or not, but that was the only guy I could really think of. So I don't know if that's going to play out necessarily at at Stand and Deliver or if that's going to be an ongoing storyline going you know further on the line. Uh, the, the text said, hey, we'll be watching you. Good luck or something or whatever it said, I remember. Uh, with that said, I do still think the Creed Brothers are going to win. So I'm going to go with the Creed Brothers. Uh, next up, in a five-man ladder match for the NXT America, North American Championship, uh, we got Carmelo Hayes, along with Trick Williams, defending the championship against Santos Escobar, Solo Sokoa, uh, Grayson Waller, and Cam, Cram, Cam, Cameron Grimes. Now, they had qualifying matches and then a final qualifying match that Cameron Grimes ended up winning after he lost his original qualifying match. Um... And, you know, he's kind of says he's doing it for his dad because he said he'd become champion. And I guess his dad passed away or something before he could become champion um, or something along those lines. I don't I know. Like he told his dad. So I think his dad passed away. So but he told him he'd be NXT. He'd be a champion in NXT and he hasn't done it yet. So he's kind of been down on himself, uh, which led to him winning the match, though. Um, this is a tough one, though. Obviously, Grayson Waller's got his his guy with him. Uh, solo Skies, Solo. Uh, but Santos Escobar says the rest of Fantasmo. Uh, 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 the group, his group. El Stagato del Fantasmo. Was that what it's called? So they could all get involved in some form or another, I'd imagine. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, it's a tough one. I don't know. Um, I'm going to go with Carmelo Hayes to retain, though. Next up, we got Mandy Rose defending the NXT Women's Championship in a fatal forward against Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and Kayla Ray. Obviously, explained that Kayla Ray and Io Shirai had won the uh, Dusty Women's Dusty Cup, and they decided, no, we want our tag title, or we don't want the tag title match. We want title matches against Mandy Rose, who had already had the match with Core Jade scheduled, so tr- fatal four-way. 
Um, I'm going to go with Mandy Rose to retain, though. And then finally, in the main event of the evening, Dolph Ziggler defends the... Well, actually, it's not the evening. Of the afternoon, I should say. Um, Dolph Ziggler will be defending the NXT Championship against Braun Breaker, uh, who potentially is dad and uncle will be there supporting him i mean i can't imagine they would just leave after the hall of fame right they'd stick around to watch watch him fight and probably win because i'm going with braun breaker to win the nxt championship for the second time so there we go that's what i got uh for uh nxt stand and deliver all right, moving on to later on that night. That's you know you got like a couple hours off, not even probably. So because if this starts at one, pre-show's at twelve, starts at one, seven matches probably gonna take three hours ish, getting over around four. The WrestleMania pre-show starts at five, um, two hour wrestle. Oh no, starts at six. I take that back. Starts at six. It's two hours, but it. I forgot that WrestleMania is starting at 8, not 7. So, yeah. So, pre-show starts at 6. So, you have, so yeah, a couple hours off, probably. And then the pre-show starts. I don't know what they're doing in terms of the pre-show, if they're actually going to have matches on the pre-show or not. They haven't announced that any of the matches are going to be in the pre-show. But with two hours to kill on the pre-show, I imagine they'd have some matches on the pre-show. But un- unclear um, or at this moment. Uh, also, I believe, at least for Saturday night, the pre-show will also be on USA Network. Um, it's also on Peacock, of course, but um, I don't know about Sunday. Yep, the pre-show WrestleMania kickoff show on Saturday is on USA Network, but not Sunday, which is weird. But okay, sure, whatever. Unless it's on Fox or something, because like, oh, we'll give one show, one night to Fox, one night to, to USA. I don't think so, but that'd be interesting if they did. Um, no, they got NASCAR on. What about NFSF? SF1, rather. Um, No, they got soccer. Okay, yeah, so that's kind of weird that they're having one night on and one night not on. But in any event, there it is. Uh, so I think if they're more likely to have matches the first night on the pre-show than the second night, if it's also going to be USA Network, maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. Regardless, um, there are seven matches with one... Well, there's six matches definitely happening. One... That's it's unclear. Well, it's definitely happening. It's just a matter of we don't know who's actually in it. And then there's one talk show that could potentially turn into a match. Um, I'll predict it as it will be a, if it would be a match. I don't know that it will be a match, but I'll predict it as if it is a match um, for sure. All right, so kicking things off, let's do uh, so. Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio taking on the Miz and Logan Paul. Um, this is a weird one because, like, typically on WrestleMania, 
that involve WrestleMania matches that involve celebrities. Generally speaking, the celebrities win. Generally speaking, um, but generally speaking, the celebrities are usually, you know, the faces. So eh, this is a tough one. Um, I just kind of don't feel like the Mysterios can lose here. But for Logan Paul to do this and then lose, I don't know. That's a tough one. But I'm going to go with the Mysterios. Uh, next up, we got uh, Drew McIntyre taking on Happy Corbin. Happy Corbin, of course, will be with Madcap Moss. Now, they've been teasing a little bit of friction lately between Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin. Madcap Moss has been telling these jokes that Happy Corbin hasn't been quite happy with because they're sort of at his expense. Uh, with that, also, Drew McIntyre has beaten Madcap Moss a few times, almost, uh, I mean, dropped him on his damn head. Um, uh and has yet to fight Abby Corbin. They keep on, he keeps on weaseling his way out of stuff, um, including a there was a um, handicap match they had on Raw, which was a weird one to do. But basically, Abby Corbin left and left Madcap in the ring by himself. So I could definitely see Madcap maybe turning on Happy Corbin. Not that Drew McIntyre would need Happy Madcap Moss to help him beat Happy Corbin. But in any event, I'm going with Drew McIntyre to win the match. Um, next up, we got the Usos. Actually, no, let's do the New Day. Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston taking on Sheamus and Ridge Holland uh, along with Butch. Now, obviously, they were originally setting this up to be a six-man with Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, and Big E taking on Sheamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch. But unfortunately... A few weeks back, uh, uh, Big E took a bad suplex from Ridge Holland, landed on his head and broke his neck. Um, you know, we talked about Mad Cat Moss a minute ago, how he landed on his head. Now, luckily for him, he was okay. Uh, Big E, not as much, although it could have been a lot worse. Um, you know, so unclear as what's going to go on in the future for Big E, but now, for now, he's just recuperating. Um, and, uh, Xavier Woods then came back, uh, and, you know, unfortunately they only have, you know, they can't do the six-man, but uh, still a New Day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. I mean, I kind of, it's hard to go against the New Day, but, like, I have a hard time, there's going to be some heels winning, right? There's got to be some heels winning, and uh, there's going to be some big matches I think that heels are going to win. So, I don't know if you just pepper in all the faces winning, and then you have the big heel matches Heel wins uh, are not or what, but I, I, I can't I have a hard day going against them today. All right, next up, continue on with the tag matches. We got the Usos uh, defending the uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championships against Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Um, you know, as much as the Nakamura Boogs combo has been kind of cool. I just I don't see them beating the Usos. I got the Usos winning, keeping the titles. Uh, I don't know what the long-term plans are for the Usos as far as the titles go, but I can't really see them losing them. I mean, that might be... I just can't see them losing them right now. I'll just leave it at that because I don't want to spoil another prediction, but hey. Um, 
and then we got um, Seth freaking Rollins taking on a opponent to be determined. Now, Seth Rollins has been on a rampage trying to get a WrestleMania match of some sort or involved in WrestleMania. Obviously, him and Kevin Owens were going up the tag titles. They lost uh, when the when RK Bro won the triple threat with them in Alpha Academy. Um, then he tried to get KO's spots for the KO show to interview um, Stone Cold. That didn't work out. Then he tried to take AJ's spot for his match with Edge. That didn't work out. So then he went nuts and broke a bunch of stuff. And then Vince McMahon called him to the office and basically said, you could have just asked me for a match. I'll get, I'll get you a match against two. And you'll find out when your match is ready. So that's the deal. He's going to be facing a to-be-announced-by-Vince-McMahon um, opponent. Now, the rumors have been going crazy. Now, a lot of people have been assuming this is going to be Cody Rhodes because, you know, once he left AEW uh, and the rumors were he's going to WWE and everything, you know, just kind of assumed, all right, how do you work him into this? All right, well, what about the Seth Rollins situation? Okay, makes sense, makes sense. Um, but then the rumors were flying around that Seth Roll, uh, sorry, that, uh, Shane McMahon's in town all of a sudden. Now Shane McMahon might just be in town to do, you know, be at the Hall of Fame or whatever. Um, now obviously he kind of got fired, but not really fired, but kind of fired after Royal Rumble fiasco took place. So, I mean, there was a plan at one point, I supposedly, for him to actually fight uh, Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Uh, there were some plans that maybe said he might be fighting Austin Theory uh, or something else, but ultimately nothing ever came of that. But you never know. It could still end up being Shane McMahon versus Seth Rollins in the end, uh, depending on how they want to deal with this, how they want to debut Cody. Um, you know, because a lot of people are speculating, well, maybe you should save Cody for, uh, the night after Raw. That's, uh, the night after, uh, WrestleMania, after, uh, the Raw after WrestleMania, I should say. That's been typically a night where a lot of people show up or return. But then people were kind of like, oh, yeah, but what about the Hardys? Remember when the Hardys came back and that was a big deal? Um, okay, all right. So you got two kind of scenarios there. It's like, well, Brock Lesnar came out the day after WrestleMania when he returned. Um, but, yeah, the Hardys showed up at WrestleMania, so... I don't know. It's 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 a bit up in the air still. People are quite not totally sure. Most are kind of assuming it's gonna be Cody Rhodes, but it could be Seth. Uh, it could be Shane McMahon. Other names thrown out there: Goldberg. Um, even Seth Rollins is joking around, posting pictures of like Scott Steiner and Mustafa Ali, and along with Shane McMahon and Veer, because Veer's coming finally to Raw on Monday. Uh, but don't think they would spoil that. On, on WrestleMania, if he's coming on Monday, right? Um, but yeah, so, I mean, it's tough one to predict because you don't actually know who it is, but if it is Cody Rhodes, I got to go with Cody Rhodes. They're not going to bring him in just to lose to Seth Rollins. Although maybe they would. Vince McMahon does that sort of thing every once in a while. It's more of a WCW type thing, but with AEW, I don't know. I don't, you don't know. Um, so, I don't know. It's kind of up in the air, but there we go. Uh, all right, uh, next up we have the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, Becky Lynch taking on Bianca Belair, defending the title against uh, for the, 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 defending the title against Bianca Belair in a rematch. Well, initially of SummerSlam, sort of. Of course, that 
they were fighting the SmackDown Championship at that point uh, when Becky Lynch came out to replace Carmella, who was replacing Sasha, and beat her in however many seconds it was. Uh, squashed her, basically. They had a rematch um, that Becky won kind of shadily, and then kind of things you know, kind of separated for a while, but then they all came back around uh, when Bianca Belair won the Elimination Chamber. Uh, Becky Lynch was going to cut Bianca's hair on Raw and then turn the tables, and uh, Bianca cut Becky's hair a little bit. Not completely, but hey, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, you know, um, I kind of do think Becky Lynch is going to retain here. That's what I'm going with. I, I, it's not might not be the popular pick or the you know, but I like I said, you have some heels win. Can't have all the baby faces win. I know WrestleMania is kind of the baby face, you know, thing. But uh, there you go. And then in what people thought would be the main event of the evening, um, Charlotte Flair is defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against. Ronda Rousey. While this may end up being the last match of the night, um, the rumors are saying this will not be closing the show, or at least night one. Um, but Ronda Rousey came back, won the Royal Rumble, ultimately chose Charlotte Flair instead of Bickley Lynch. Um, they've been kind of just feuding over who's going to tap out who and all that sort of thing. So um, ultimately, I do think that. Ronda Rousey will win. So there you go. I mean, you have your face, Ronda, beating beating uh, Charlotte to win the title. I, I just don't think you're going to have both face women win titles. I just... So, you know, you got to sacrifice one of them. And I think that's going to be Bianca Belair with Becky Lynch winning. So what is closing Saturday night? Well, of course, that would be the KO show with guest of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Of course, KO has been bad-mouthing Steve Austin, um, ever since he came up with the idea of uh, once he lost, well, he won't say him and Seth Rollins lost the tag titles. He came up with this idea of getting himself on WrestleMania by having KO show and inviting um, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin on the show. Uh, there was rumors that this was going to be a match. It's not scheduled to be a match, but there's still rumors it might end up being a match or it could just be a confrontation. Austin gives Stone Cold the stunner whatever um i mean and then a match would be interesting but it seems like if they're gonna actually do the match they would have scheduled the match and i think if they were to do a match and we're gonna schedule a match that austin would have at least showed up on raw to set up the match as opposed to like oh he's gonna be on the ko show we'll see him at wrestlemania that makes more sense for him not to show up i mean he did do the one uh video where he said he'd be there um but ultimately i think don't think it's going to be a necessary match, but if they do have a match, I would still call Steve Austin that one. And that does it for night one of WrestleMania, as far as night two goes. Um, there are seven matches scheduled. I'll talk about an eighth potential match that will probably happen, but it could be night one or two. It's not officially uh, anything yet, but... Um, I guess I'll just throw that out there because I don't know what night it's going to be. But uh, currently, Dana Brooke is the 24-7 champion. Now, she's been kind of feuding with Tamina, but also involved has been um, Rick, uh, 
uh, what's his name? Reggie and Akira Tozawa. Now, Reggie and Dana Brooke have kind of become a thing to the point that Reggie asked her to mar- asked Dana Brooke to marry her, marry him on on Raw. This she said yes. Then that led to Tamina getting involved, and then Kira Tozawa showing up, and then asking Tamina to marry him, and she said yes. But in the background, lurking was our truth um, when he had an idea. Um, so, guess we're gonna get something to do with this. So maybe potential marriages now might not be on WrestleMania. Could be on Raw on Monday. Could be. You know, so I don't know for sure. But I do think this is the way to get R-Truth the title back. So I'm going to say R-Truth wins the 24-7 championship at some point within the weekend. Whether that's on SmackDown, whether that's at the Hall of Fame, whether it's at WrestleMania night one or night two, or whether it's at on Raw the night the next night. I don't know, but we'll figure that out Um Eventually. Um, all right. So as far as night two goes, actual match is happening. We got Queen Zelina and Carmella defending the Women's Tag Team Champions against Sasha Banks and Naomi, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, and Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Um, this is kind of a tough one. Uh, Carmella's going to go off to get married to Corey Graves soon after this. So they've been kind of teasing that whole thing. So I guess I, I would say that means she's probably going to lose uh, the title. But um, as far as who's going to win, uh, these are all kind of thrown together tag teams. So I don't don't really know. But um, I'm going to go with Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan because why not? All right, next up we got... Uh, sticking with the tag title uh, theme, we got RK Bro, Randy Orton, and Riddle defending against the Street Profits, Angela Dawkins and Montez Ford, and also against the Alpha Academy, Chad Gable and Otis. Now, interestingly, though, so Alpha Academy is supposed to fight the Street Profits on Raw on Monday. Uh, meanwhile, RK Bro is fighting the Usos. Um, but then they just didn't have the match with the Street Profits and. Alpha Academy, Rick Boogs and Shinsuke did comment or were not commentary, but were sitting ringside. Uh, uh, eventually, then uh, Street Profits got involved, and then they got involved, and it all kind of cleared out after that. But the Alpha Academy never showed up, so everyone's kind of like, "What happened to the Alpha Academy? Why weren't they there? What's going on?" Uh, they were last seen in Toronto over the weekend. Now, I know there's still weird COVID things in Canada and U.S. going on. So I don't know if something happened there. Um, uh, hopefully that doesn't mean there there was an injury or anything like that. And hopefully they're still going to be in the, in the match. Because this could be a really, really good match. Um, ultimately, I do think RK-Bro are going to retain. So... That's my pick anyways. Um, all right, next up, we got Pat McAfee taking on Austin Theory. Obviously, this kind of weirdly came together after there was initially some in... There was some, like, inside things of people saying that on the, on the sheet for WrestleMania was Pat McAfee versus Vince McMahon, and everyone's like, what does even that mean? 
how would that even make sense? Uh, but then everyone kind of theorized, oh, well, Austin Theory is probably, it's got Austin Theory going to be involved in this uh, for sure. Uh, then Vince McMahon was on the Pat McAfee show and basically just told Pat McAfee, he's like, hey, we like, I like what you're doing. How would you, how would you like to have a match on WrestleMania? And he, of course he said yes. And then Vince would said he would announce his opponent at some point down the line, which then Austin Theory just came out and kind of uh, attacked Pat McAfee sort of. And then, you know, it's kind of been attacking Pat McAfee and kind of back and forth with him and, in Austin Theory. So, I don't know. This potentially could be a really good match. Um, again, with the, the the celebrity. I mean, Pat McAfee at this point's commentator. But he's still kind of a celebrity slash commentator. He's not a typical wrestler. Um, so, it's kind of tough to judge. But uh, I think Pat McAfee is going to win. Um, next up. Keeping along that same sort of not a typical wrestler match, we got Johnny Knoxville taking on Sami Zayn and anything goes match, which I think is important to note. Uh, I do think the rest of the jackass crew is probably going to get involved somehow. And given that's anything goes match, I think Johnny Knoxville is going to do some crazy stunt. Uh, what ultimately I think is going to lead to Sami Zayn winning, though somehow. Uh, I know this goes against my celebrity theory, but I feel like if anyone's going to do some crazy stunt that's going to lose the match, it's going to be Johnny Knoxville, right? Not Sami Zayn. So I do think that would... It's gonna. I think Sami Zayn's going to win. I don't know. And it's probably a dumb theory on my part. Uh, it's probably the other way around. But I don't know. I just kind of feel like Sami Zayn's going to win this one. Um, all right, next up, we got Bobby Lashley, who is returning after... Yeah, you know, everyone kind of speculated he wasn't going to make WrestleMania. They had that weird thing that happened in Elimination Chamber, and he lost the title even though that getting in the, getting in the match uh, was in protocol for his, you know, concussion protocol. But actually, I think it was his shoulder that was the issue, I believe. I forget now. There was talk of maybe he had to have surgery, which apparently then he didn't. And now he's back. And he returned to confront Omos, who was looking for an opponent for WrestleMania. Um, so why almost gets the opponent for WrestleMania not Seth Rollins? I don't know, but regardless, Bobby Lashley versus Omos. And this is what it might be the toughest match to judge because obviously you have Omos that they've been building is undefeated since singles competition. Um, you know, they're building him up, building him up. But then you have Bobby Lashley who, you know, was kind of, uh, unceremoniously lost the WWE championship, uh, without actually losing coming back you know how do you have him lose it's a tough one it's a tough one and you know i guess the the better like kind of argument is oh just have you know double disqualification or something like that which sure but it's wrestlemania you kind of don't want that at wrestlemania but it's the beginning of a feud it's not like you're ending this feud so they could continue the feud i don't know but i'm gonna go with omos just because he's still undefeated feel like it wouldn't hurt Bobby as much to take a loss than it would almost, I suppose. I don't know. In any event, uh, then we got Edge taking on AJ Styles. Of course, uh, Edge was looking for an opponent, sort of, sort of someone almost, almost. It's like, just like, hey, I'll fight anybody. I mean, Seth Rollins kind of been doing the same thing, but no one wanted to. Uh, and then, you know, almost did the same thing. So I don't know if these matches are sort of coming together, but it's kind of been one of those matches that have been talked about for years, um, seemingly. Uh, Edge versus AJ Styles. Uh, of course, you have to have someone's got to be, 
you know, the villains. So Edge turned on AJ after he agreed to them to fight him in the match. Hit him with a couple of concertos. Then he changed his music and his entrance and kind of his appearance a little bit. So now he's the bad guy. Now he's the bad Edge that we don't know anymore. And he's got a new Alter Bridge song that's not the regular Alter Bridge song. Um, which... I guess I didn't mention it with Chris Jericho, but now that he's part of the Jericho Appreciation Society, that's how you, like, he still co- keeps coming out to, the, to Judas, and everyone sings along, and then they're like, oh, you shouldn't sing along, but it's like you're playing the song, people are going to sing along. What he should do, and I've said this before, back when he first became heel, change the music, put a new Fozzie song that no one knows, and then everyone's going to boo the hell out of him. I think eventually he's got to do that at some point. I don't know when it is, but eventually he's got to do it. Regardless, sorry, side tangent. Um, Edge, AJ, I gotta go with AJ. Um, it's a tough one, but I think I go with AJ um, to win the match. And then finally, that brings us to the main event. The main event of the show, the both shows, the show of shows, the showcase of the Immortals, the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. Uh, Brock Lesnar. Versus Roman Reigns for both the WWE Championship and the Universal Championship. Of course, uh, Roman Reigns will have Paul Heyman on his side. But it's Paul Heyman, so you never know for sure. And of course, the Usos could always get involved as well. Uh, Now, supposedly this is a unification match, which they keep saying. But I don't know what that means long term. Because it's tough to do a unification to have one championship when you have Raw and SmackDown, they you know they initially tried it when they originally uh, split up the shows, and it didn't really work out. And then three months down the line, they were introducing the World Heavyweight Championship. But if you unified both the WWE Championship and the Universal Championship, then you do bring out another championship to replace them, or do you then split them up eventually? I don't know how they're going to do it. It's still kind of up in the air. But in any event. Um, Ultimately, I do think Roman Reigns is going to win. Um, I think they've been building this for a long time, obviously. Uh, you know, it's tough to know what would have happened at day one. That's the question mark here because obviously Roman Reigns won the match at, was it Crown Jewel back in Saudi Arabia back in October of last year? Um, you know, and then they were scheduled to fight at day one and it didn't happen because. Uh, of COVID, and ultimately Brock Lesnar ended up winning the championship. Then he lost to Les, uh, sorry Lashley, and then he got it back, uh, which was weird in that regard. Um, that that they were going to do this match anyways. So I don't know quite what the original plan was, but regardless, we got to where we thought we might go. But obviously, that wasn't the original plan because it wasn't even supposed to be in that match initially. Um, but if Roman had won that match, then it's kind of like, ooh, well, why do you even have the third match? But that's been the thing that Roman hasn't done. He hasn't beaten Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Last time out, when everyone thought he was going to win, he lost. The time before that, Seth Rollins got involved. Uh, I mean, ultimately, I think the full time, the full, the big plan is to have Roman Reigns keep the title until he fights The Rock next year, and then probably still win. So I don't know if they have any plans for Roman Reigns to lose anytime soon. And I kind of feel like you just got to keep going with it. Uh, it might, you know, people might get, you know, a little upset with it maybe, but he's a peel. Like, that's the point. Uh, it's a, it's different than him being the face and everyone kind of being like, oh, boo this guy. 
He's the heel. Boom. Yes, do it. That's the point. Because <laughs> that was the thing. Was like, even started people started cheering him. Was like, well, buddy's the heel. I don't know, but it's Roman Reigns. He's gonna win. That's my prediction. Um, and then we have the Raw after WrestleMania uh, Monday. Uh, the only thing announced so far that we know of is Veer is coming. Uh, Cody Rhodes could obviously uh, debut if he doesn't debut at WrestleMania. I'm not sure what else is in the pipeline, but obviously there's people ready to make their returns. Um, Oscar Bailey, among those names. Um, I'd say Alexa Bliss, but she came back and then disappeared again, so maybe Alexa Bliss. Um, you never know who might come back. You know, that's the other thing about the Seth Rollins thing. It's like, you know, everyone's thinking Cody. You're thinking maybe maybe Shane McMahon. I mean, there was rumors Goldberg, who's, you know, who's going to be around, could get involved. But you never know. They might turn, turn around and rehire someone they let go. Like The Fiend or... Braun Strowman, I, who knows? Uh, I don't think so, but you never know. Um, and, and in that case, you know, if they don't fight Seth Rollins necessarily, they could show up the next night on Raw. Uh, it's always interesting. Uh, Cesaro's another guy that hasn't signed anywhere. He left, but uh, Seth Rollins and Cesaro fought last year, so I don't think they're going to do that again. Uh, but, you know, you never know. Uh, but yeah, that's going to do it. Uh, I mean, it should be wild weekend of wrestling. I, didn't, I mean, I haven't even touched the scratch the surface of what's actually all the events that are happening in dallas but uh, covering all the wwe stuff and uh and the ring of honor i threw out there as well um so yeah it should be a fun packed weekend um other thing happening this weekend i guess i should mention is the final four taking place uh saturday night and then finals being on monday uh my bracket didn't do so great but i do still have kansas um uh, in there, that's the only team I have left. Uh, my team that I had pit winning, Gonzaga, did not make it. Uh, but uh, yeah, so as far as the, I don't, I was trying. I, Villanova takes on Kansas at six o'clock on TBS, and then following that up, um, scheduled for well six oh nine, and then scheduled for eight forty nine. But obviously, it could be probably, could be, and probably will be pushed back, probably closer to nine if if I had to guess. North Carolina taking on Duke, so a very interesting North Carolina Duke matchup uh, for sure. Could put again, could be um, Mike uh, Coach K, Mike Shashevsky's last coaching. Uh, it'd be interesting to have him lose going out to North Carolina. I was, you know, I was trying to figure out a way to have, you know, who would who would be who would it make sense for him to lose out to? I mean, I had them losing against Gonzaga, but North Carolina actually would make make even more sense um in that regard um so yeah i don't know i mean i guess i gotta go with kansas since i i mean i had them losing the finals to gonzaga but they're the only team i have left uh anyways but that's a little side tangent of non-wrestling stuff uh we also got opening day coming up on thursday for baseball uh playoffs right around the corner for basketball a little bit a little bit farther out for for uh for hockey but you know uh, everything's kind of coming together in in uh, the next month or so, so should be interesting. And we'll talk more about that next week when I kind of go over more of everything, as opposed to just wrestling. But I had a lot of wrestling stuff to talk about today uh, with WrestleMania weekend and everything. So uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully you enjoy WrestleMania weekend and all the all the things that go with that and Final Four and whatever else you're 
getting involved with this weekend. Uh, enjoy it. Uh, and then come back next week. We'll talk more. But, you know, go check out my YouTube. I got I got stuff coming up on YouTube this weekend. Wrestling stuff uh, to get you ready for WrestleMania as well as my normal uh, stuff that I do uh, as well. So go over there. Subscribe to the One Man Renegade Productions YouTube channel. Like all the videos. Share all the videos. Subscribe. Also, check out, um, if you're not subscribed yet, you haven't subscribed yet to the podcast, you do so on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Spotify, or Amazon. Check out the blog at razorvader.blogspot.com. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at One Man Renegade. And check out the Facebook page and like the Facebook page of One Man Renegade Productions. And that's going to do it. Also, check out the eBay. Razorvader on is my username on eBay. Go buy some stuff. Got a bunch of wrestling stuff up, hopefully. Uh, hopefully some of it moves this weekend. That'd be good. Uh, there's a couple other, a couple Marvel things up there, I think, too. Um, but, uh, yeah. I, I should probably list more stuff. I haven't listed anything quite recently. Uh, it's mostly stuff that I listened a while ago. still just up there. So go buy some stuff. And then enjoy WrestleMania and everything like that. And before we go, unfortunately, a little bit of a somber note. Um, we did lose... A, Hall of Famer, actually two-time Hall of Famer. He just went in again, well, last year, but technically supposed to be two years ago. Uh, and then he went in a, few, a number of years ago. Um, Razor Ramon, as Razor Ramon, and then as Scott Hall as part of the NWO. Uh, unfortunately, yes, he did pass away a couple weeks ago. Um, he had an issue with his hip. I might, I might have even mentioned this last time out. I can't remember what exactly what happened, but he had issue he fell and broke his hip uh then he was gonna have surgery on his hip and so there was complications that led to some blood clots and unfortunately had some heart attacks or stroke or however it actually played out i don't know i guess heart attack i don't know either way i'm no doctor he had some blood clots issues that do and passing away unfortunately uh he you know kind of uh he slipped in you know after the heart attacks i guess they're heart attacks or whatever or there might have been a stroke and a heart attack. I don't, again, I don't really know. Yeah, but he was on life support after that. And then eventually his family decided to um, take him off. And he passed away. Uh, you know, in the kind of an interview, X-Pac had said, like, yeah, he, he struggled a lot with uh, during the pandemic, kind of all that stuff. So he kind of fallen back. On some of his old demons and stuff, supposedly. I don't know for sure, but that's what he kind of said. He was, wasn't struggling with it. Uh, you know, we saw him at the Hall of Fame a couple years ago. Or last year, but it was supposed to be two years ago, I guess. Um, and he wasn't looking all that great, but, you know, whatever. Um, and, uh, yeah, so unfortunately he passed away. But uh, Razor Ramon, for sure. And then Scott Hall with the NWO had a lot of, a lot of uh, great moments uh, throughout the history of of um, WWE, WWF, uh, WCW, as well as AWA too. Before that, he tagged with um, Kurt Henning, and they were tag champions. Um, I mean, probably one of the best to never win a world championship. Uh, him and Roddy Piper, are probably all oh, the guy, the guys that him, Roddy Piper, and Jake the Snake are kind of like the guys that always kind of get mentioned. Jake the Snake more so because I don't think he ever won a title, <laughs> at least on WWE. Uh, I mean, at least uh, Razor Ramon won the Intercontinental title a bunch of times, and he won U.S. titles and tag titles and stuff. Jake the Snake probably won in other companies, but from when I remember him ever in WWF, I don't remember him ever winning a title. So, um, and then Roddy Piper won 
intercontinental and tag titles and u.s titles and stuff like that as well so but never the big one um yeah so scott hall uh rest in peace and uh yeah unfortunate so but thought i'd mention that before we left uh, so thank you everyone for listening stay safe have fun enjoy wrestlemania enjoy wrestlemania weekend and talk to you next time bye